Welcome to the Living Strategically Podcast, Episode 3. We are Reed and Elizabeth Hewitt, a husband and wife team that lives in South Texas. For our day jobs, we're communications consultants. That's what puts the bread and butter on our table, and we also run Living Strategically. Where we're all about helping you strategically pursue your God-given purpose and make the most of your time on Earth. In the last two episodes, we mentioned the journey that we're on right now, traveling through 35 states over the course of two months in an RV. This is a bucket list dream of ours, and we feel so blessed that it's actually happening. Our whole lives, we've dreamed about visiting all 50 states in the U.S., and after this trip, we'll only have Hawaii left. As we've traveled around the U.S., we have seen God's hand of protection over us again and again, And we've seen some amazing places like Washington, D.C. and Niagara Falls and Yellowstone National Park. And something has stood out to us at these tourist spots. Guardrails, warning signs, and barriers. Those barriers gave us the idea for today's episode on hedges of protection and how to stay safely in the center of God's will. And by hedge, we want to dive deeper than a hedge and landscaping around someone's yard. The dictionary defines a hedge as a boundary, a limit, a barrier, and a means of protection. That's what we have seen along the borders of these really beautiful but dangerous landscapes on our trip. Places where you can stand at a scenic overlook and be three feet from plummeting hundreds of feet to your death. Every year, you know, there's headlines about people who fell over the edge of the Grand Canyon because they were trying to get too close to the edge, trying to get that perfect selfie or a better vantage point, and they fall over the side of the cliff and die. We've seen numerous signs at precarious places warning tourists to stay back from the edge of a cliff, like at Niagara Falls, where they had a guardrail all along the edge. You could get right up to the edge of the falls and see millions of gallons of water flowing over the falls, but the guardrail was a protective barrier to keep us safe and away from danger. And I think One of the most interesting, dangerous places we saw was at Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. They have a lot of geysers and hot springs, and the tourists can go out on boardwalks and get really close to them. It's amazing to look at geologic features like that that are so rare, but you'll also see all these signs to stay on the path and stay off the thermal areas. The ground can appear to be solid, but it's really a thin crust on the surface. Tourists visiting Yellowstone sometimes go off the path, but then they end up falling through into boiling mud and getting severely burned because they didn't heed the warning. And similarly, God gives warnings to his children for their safety. We did a search of Bible verses on this topic and found some good ones. Like Psalm 5, verse 12, For it is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord. You surround him with favor as with a shield. And that concept of God being like a shield around his people is throughout Scripture. Something we have to remember is that a hedge works both ways. It's both a defense against dangers on the outside And it's also a boundary to keep us inside the bounds where it's safe. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 8 says, and we like the way it's worded in the King James Version, 
Whoso breaketh an hedge, a serpent shall bite him. And we interpret that as meaning when you go outside of God's boundaries, natural consequences will take their course. When we use the term hedge of protection, that's a phrase that has embedded itself in kind of modern church lingo. People pray for a hedge of protection around themselves or their family or their home. That's not wrong. It's scriptural to seek God's protection over us. Ultimately, we know that he's the only one who can protect us. But it's incomplete to look at a hedge of protection as only a defensive thing against the outside. Every time there's a hedge in scripture, it protects against what's on the outside, and it also defines the boundaries that we're supposed to stay inside. That brings to mind how God tells us to fear and obey him, and we will be blessed with peace, protection, all of our needs being met, blessings beyond measure for our obedience. But there's also the other side of the equation. If we don't fear God and choose not to keep his commandments. Scripture has a lot to say about that. There's a passage in Isaiah 5 that paints a really vivid picture. It uses a metaphor of the house of Israel being like a vineyard that the Lord has cultivated and protected with a hedge around it and yet they allowed sin to permeate their culture and their lives. And Isaiah 5 describes what the Lord does in response to that. Verses 4 and 5 say, What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done in it? Why, when I expected it to produce good grapes, did it produce worthless ones? So now let me tell you what I'm going to do to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge and it will be consumed. I will break down its wall and it will become trampled ground. So in this passage, God is removing that hedge of protection in order to bring an end to the sinful ways of the people that he loved. And in 732 BC, God did allow the hedge of protection to be removed from the house of Israel through an Assyrian strike on their land. They were called to recognize their sins against God, but their failure to do so meant that their protection was removed. So out of God's love, sometimes he removes that protection to bring us to an end of our sinful ways and a return to him. Something that's interesting about this application, um, this idea of a hedge can be applied at multiple levels. In Isaiah 5, it talks about the nation as a whole it's also a concept that can be applied to individuals. And I think it's important to remember that God may remove the hedge of protection from a nation, but God is still able to protect a faithful person individually and their family and their household, even when the protection is removed corporately over a larger group. So that's something that we should keep in mind when we're seeing bad things happen on the broad level. God still wants each individual to stay in the true path, even when what's happening around them is not honoring to him. In Isaiah 5.20, it says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And I think that speaks to a culture that completely turns morality upside down. And we see that in our culture today many times. And that means 
it's all the more important for us to say what God has called good is still good and what God has called evil is still evil. God hasn't moved the boundary to where what was once outside it is now inside it. When we see the danger that our nation or even that a church is going astray, there are natural consequences that needs to happen and God removes protection. When we see that happening, it's a call for us to be all the more certain that we are not going anywhere near crossing God's boundaries. As a self-reflection, we can ask ourselves, what's the content of our character? Are we producing good fruit? Are we obeying the Lord and staying in the center of his will? Because there's no safer place to be than in the center of his will. You know, there's a Hebrew word for safety, and that word is Yeshua, which is translated in English as Jesus. If you want to be safely in the center of God's will, studying the boundary or the absolute limit is the wrong side to be on. The place you want to be is as close to him as possible, because you won't find Yeshua, Jesus, at the outer boundary. You'll find him in the center of the safe zone. Psalm 91.1 says it beautifully, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And there's no safer place in the universe that you can be than in the shadow of the Almighty. You may be physically in a place that looks dangerous, where people are after you, or you're just in a dangerous location in the world. But regardless of that, regardless of your physical circumstances, when you are in the shadow of the Almighty, there's no safer place that you can be. We hope that that's an encouragement to you today. We've really enjoyed diving deeper into the common Christian phrase, a hedge of protection, and what it means biblically and for our daily walk. Next week, we'll explore a great topic on simple living and contentment based on lessons from the Little House on the Prairie book series that we've been reading on our road trip. Until then, if you would like to get in touch, visit us online at livingstrategically.com. And you can also email podcast at livingstrategically.com. And if you've received value from this episode, would you take just a moment and go over to iTunes and give us a rating? That really helps other people find this podcast. All right, y'all. Until next time. Keep living strategically.